One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Sheffield Live. Yes, good afternoon and welcome to the Squeak on 93.2 FM. I'm joining the studio by James Hargreaves. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. My name's Luke Crofts, um, hope you're well today. Um, kick straight off with um, last night, we, we had an awesome night, at, um, a sold out gig at the Corporation, didn't we James? It was Indeed. just absolutely fantastic. Um, we went to see the Slow Readers Club, um, Our Saving Day and uh, of course October Drift, who were fantastic, all three of them. Yeah. And um, great to meet some of the guys there last night, Alex Mark from Resonate. Yeah, um, it was a, a veritable uh, plethora of all of the music industry in Sheffield, wasn't it, in there, and then the Washington afterwards as well. Excellently articulated that, James, better than I could have put it. And it was it was great to see so much support um, from you know from the local band support and the other, well, not just local bands, but all bands in general um, in the Sheffield music scene, very special. So big shout out to those guys. Um, We've got some of those as well. We've got Slow Readers Club uh, on the way later on. Absolutely. I think the Slow Readers Club, uh, they blew my mind last night. They were uh, they were fantastic. One of these um, bands that you see for the first time and they just capture the imagination. They've got a fantastic style of music. They're really good on stage. Um, I think it's worth us giving them a good play because they, they really knocked it out of part last night. Definitely, and we will. Um, just to touch on what, we, what we've got for you today, um, obviously, um, the big thing that's dominated the news this weekend, unfortunately, is the um, the, the atrocities that have happened in Paris. So um, we're not going to dwell too much on that, but just just to give a, a mention and show our respect to those that have been affected there. Um, awful. Um, also, what, what, what we've got, um, a bit of a topical one um, for us being a music show, um, concert tickets. Now, we were one of our friends has uh, managed to get tickets to see Stone Rose. She's very lucky um, to have got tickets because they, they added an extra date. But we were saying about the, inf- the inflated prices. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just crippling um, people and people's wallets, isn't it? It's ridiculous. It's, it's, um, it's come out recently, even more in the news, when you look at... Um, which magazine have recently done a study into it, and uh, that also led to Prince this week uh, withdrawing his tickets from sale uh, through all, all the major outlets. Um, and the, the big scandal in it all is the ticket resellers' sites, the touts, and uh, how the ticket sellers operate with resellers as well. Um, so if, effectively, if you're buying from, say, Ticketmaster, there's a suspicion that they own... Um, other companies that resell and it's when the tickets go on sale they essentially just move a a raft of tickets over to the reseller and uh, sell them for inflated prices rather than putting them out to the fans in the market well it's scandalous because um our friend faith um hello faith um, she was saying that she paid uh 60 quid um, for one ticket and um a friend of hers paid 120 for one for one ticket. So yeah. Faith had got two tickets for the price that her, her, her friend got one ticket. Yeah, and, and when when a friend was buying, she went onto one of the the trusted sites, got through to the end of the checkout process, and it automatically diverted her to a reseller at an inflated price. Apparently, it's scandalous. I mean, when you think we went to see three excellent, excellently talented bands last night and had a fantastic time, um, and we paid six quid. Yeah, in Sheffield, there's such a movement for live music that you can get some real quality uh, mm. bands and artists playing. You know, in places like West Street Live Corporation, the Washington uh, Frog and Parrot, there's, there's dozens of venues 
uh, and the bands in Sheffield, if, if nobody's going out and watching the bands in Sheffield, there's something wrong. Um, you, you look at the promotions companies like Carl Maloney, who, who presents his, his nights at the Frog and Parrot and the Washington. Um, we went into the Washington after the October Drift gig last night and saw the 11X in there, and the 11X are also brilliant. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, there's so much talent around, around quality. Sheffield. For £6, it's, it's a no-brainer. And, I mean... The Washingtons are brilliant boozer, by the way. Yeah. They had a they had a really good DJ on last night. We had we had yes. such a great time in there. Um, bit of a bit of a hidden gem, real. I mean, th- those people that that know where it is yeah. are always in there. But for for the likes of me, I, I you know I've only been there a couple of times because it is a bit out of the way. But it's it's well worth yeah, just well, walking we, down the road a bit. We mentioned it last week very briefly, but the Washington is also somewhere where. A lot of the music industry like will go after they've done their own gigs. So if somebody's got a gig at the Frog and Parrot, they'll they'll finish up their night at the Frog and Parrot. The Washington, yeah. Washington opens later, so everyone descends on the Washington, and yeah. you get a really good crowd in there of bands that are out to have a really good night. They're enjoying themselves because they're buzzing from just yeah. doing a, a fantastic set. The October Drift lads were in last night in the Washington. Well, I did. I didn't realise that obviously. So I've gone. All right, see you later. Good to meet you all. And then five <laughs> minutes later, we're all in the same boozer. But no, absolutely brilliant. And it's worth giving a mention to Carl Maloney as well, um, who I met last night for the first time. Um, that that. Uh, those bands that were on in the um, Washington were actually doing that for charity, so they raised about 200 quid for children in need, which yeah, is absolutely fantastic. They've not got a final figure yet, but definitely over £200. So well well done to Carl Maloney and the, the Leathernecks and everyone else that went down and contributed into the Washington last night. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And, um, you know, we are we are blessed to have such a great music scene. And we're going to kick off, um, I think, with the Slow Readers Club, because I thought they were absolutely fantastic. Yeah, um, brilliant. What, what's this track called? This one is called I Saw a Ghost. I Saw a Ghost. So this is Slow Readers Club on Sheffield Live 93.2. Get in touch on Twitter at The Squeak and we're on the Facebook page, um, Facebook slash um, The Squeak. This is Slow Readers Club. I am broken, I am
Slow Readers Club with I Saw a Ghost on the squeak, Sheffield Live 93.2 FM, and uh, great frontman, great band. Um, yeah, fantastic. They'll be back in Sheffield. They're from Manchester originally. They'll be back in Sheffield uh, hopefully early next year. And, you know, if you get the chance to go and see them, they're absolutely brilliant. Uh, yeah, and the frontman's got such a presence as well. I mean, it was difficult in the corporation last night because it, it is... I mean, I have to say, from a personal point of view, from my um, experiences with corporation, I was quite surprised at how nice that room was upstairs. Um, it was, it was, it was a nice, a nice space, um, a good size, and quite intimate as well. Still, I know we, yeah. we you had a few concerns about the roof because it was sort of domed. Yeah, um, I think it's it's the new part of corporation, which they called the local authority. They, uh, they refitted it out as a, a bar, um, kind of almost a pre-club bar, and then it's it rolls into the club night as well. And it's uh, it's a really nice little place. It's, um, it's painted really well. The bar's really nice. Uh, but yeah, I think there are concerns for live bands in there, just with the the way the acoustics work. And I noticed they put a few panels on to try and dampen that. Mm, mm. Uh, but um, I, I think it sounded great last night between yeah, between I loved know, it. all three bands that were on. It sounded great. Yeah, I think collectively a lot of people are uh, are a fan of the plug. For, for me, it's it's a bit it's almost a bit vacuous because of the the shape and size of the room. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I'm I'm definitely a big fan of the more intimate venues. But then you you, you look at the likes of the green room, which is it's, that's another strange layout, and it's all, it's almost too small. It's too hot. You end up being packed in like a you know. Yeah, they, they have some great gigs, gigs in the green room, but it's not one of my favourite venues. I feel no. that it's just too packed in, and, and mm. it's almost awkward. If if you want to go to the toilet, you have you're kind of stepping on the band to get around the corner yeah. to <laughs> to go past the bar. Yeah, well, Danny Pietnik uh, did a couple of gigs in the green room, and uh, he, he he quite enjoys it. But then again, like I say, it's very small. Um, so uh, the Slow Readers Club have got a new single coming out called Plant the Seed, which is out. Um, on Friday, Friday the twentieth of November. So check them out. They've uh, they're on they're on Facebook, but they've got their own um, website. So the slowreadersclub.co.uk. Absolutely brilliant. Um, and just on October drift, you know, a, a direct uh, contrast between the two. He was, you know, Slow Readers Club were quite reserved, whereas um, Kiwi from October drift, I think he's got got more front than Blackpool, and he? he actually <laughs> came out on onto the uh, dance floor, and you know, how, just... how energetic are they as a band? Oh, they, brilliant! Literally, from from the the moment it starts, it's a wall of sound that hits you, and just from the moment it starts, they go straight into just pure energy, dancing about, jumping up. Um, they. Like Kiwi, as you say, he walked into the the crowd uh, and sang half of Lost, <laughs> Lost, which is one of their B sides, and like literally in people's faces. And you know, when you go to a gig, you want a memorable moment like that. You yeah. want to want something that creates the memory for you, and, and that was fantastic. Yeah, I think um, I think our friend Faith may have had a crisis when that uh, when that <laughs> happened, but yeah, absolutely. she's a bit in love with them, I think. Yeah, yeah, and she got a signed shirt, didn't she? Bless her soul, that's yeah. uh, that's marvelous. And she says she loves uh, Slow Readers Club and October Drift. Yeah. Um, must give a shout out as well to uh, Dave and Joe who are listening are good friends yeah indeed Dave came with us last night he enjoyed himself as well yeah very much so um, so next next up then sort of changing the subject onto a, a, a football theme now um, one thing that I saw in the news I mean Seth Blatter's been constantly in the news because um, you know obviously all of the all of the things surrounding FIFA about corruption and everything else it said that it apparently had a, it had a bit of a breakdown last week Um and uh, you know he, he 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 was not very well at all. Um, I mean, do you think the whole, all of it's taken its toll on Sepp and he's sort of getting a bit like rubbed down by it all? 
And it's got to be, hasn't it? And you know, we we, we all know the kind of problems with FIFA, and uh, you know, especially in England, we 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 can all see exactly you know what what's happening. It's kind of massed in a lot of lot of parts of the world, but. Um, He's an old guy. He's, he probably should have stepped stepped aside years ago. Uh, but his, his cling, clung on to power is obviously suspended now. Is he? A lot of people I've seen have been saying that he's kind of faking this to, to try and get that bit of sympathy or something. I, I don't know. He's, he's an old fella. Controversial, James. Um, I mean, to be fair though, he said himself he was going to step down, and then he went, "No, I never said I was going to step down." <laughs> well, you well you did. Yeah, you did, didn't you? He's, he's said about four times in the last. 12 years or so that he's going to step down at the next elections and then always puts himself up and, mm. and always somehow manages to get into that position again. Um, coming from a, a kind of football background, is, especially in this country, is, is not a very well-liked person um, in, well, in the industry, even in this country. Some of the things that everybody was, you know, we call, call them a no-brainer, no, easy for me to say. A no-brainer, if, if you like. Um, the thing with goal, goal line technology, saying no, and all of this, and it's like it's plain to see that it's going to it's going to improve the game and make yeah. it you know make it better and make it you know more fairer and make it easier for the referee. Um, and he's, he was just always against these sort of things, but he kept getting voted in, and now it looks like it's because they're all dodgy as sin. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's obviously suspended. Uh, Michel Platini is suspended, although he's still putting himself up for election when it comes round in in February. Um, he might be. Uh, it might be in the clear by then, we don't know. Mm. Um, but yeah, there, there's a criminal investigation going on in Switzerland, there's one in America, um, and it only takes one or two of them, uh, if, if things have been going wrong uh, and, and uh, been a bit corrupt behind the scenes, then it only takes one or two of them to break and the whole kind of house of cards comes down. Uh, and if, if that is what's happening, as a lot of people suspect, then you know it's about time that that, that did, did people did pay the price for what, what they've done. Um, it's It's... You know, it's the people's sport. It's mm. a working class kind of sport. You, you see people playing it in in parks and uh, you know uh, on beaches in in some countries and things like that. We just want to be able to enjoy our football, uh, have, have our team, enjoy a decent World Cup, and not have to put up with people trying well, to get the authority and the power through it. That was that was a thing you mentioned the World Cup. Um, obviously, England spent. A small fortune on putting that bid together. You know, they got David Beckham behind it, the Prime Minister behind it, all the rest of it. Yeah. Uh, and it turned out that they'd already decided where it was going to go. Yeah, yeah. And, and, he, and he actually came out and said, "Yeah, we decided it was going to go to um, was it Qatar that we lost out to? Yeah, yeah. Um, we'd already decided because we've got to, you know, we've got to take football around the world. Um, I agree with that. We have got to take football around the world, but you've got to do it in, a, you know, with integrity and in a way that is fair. And in countries that are spending all this money. Yeah. Um, for, for for nothing because you've already decided it. How you know what I mean? It's just absolutely ridiculous. And, and you look at Qatar as well. It, it it wasn't a fantastic choice because of how humid and hot it is during the summer months, and they're obviously no, having to move it now yeah. to to the winter. And Which, yeah, everyone, every country, everyone around the world should get get the opportunity to experience a World Cup. But it's at the expense of your normal domestic competitions around the rest of the world now. And it's one of those things where you just need to. You know, kind of grab a hold of of what's happening there, and hopefully just try and you know make some sense of it and hold people to account for what's happening. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it was just it was just so poorly managed, and and you know everybody was saying 
how how are you going to do it in the summer when it's 50 degrees or whatever? Yeah. And then they said, oh, you know, we'll have air-conditioned stadiums. And it was like they were, they were pulling the answers from a Christmas cracker. Yeah. It's stupid. <laughs> and then to say that they're going to have it over Christmas and then have a winter break, well, what about the domestic leads across, across Europe then? How does that work? Yeah. Um, we've had a text flood in, James. Oh, flood. Um, Mark, flood. Mark from uh, Sheffield um, says, FIFA will only succeed when it changes. I can see FIFA being scrapped altogether and then starting again with a new structure completely. I mean, why not? Yeah, absolutely. It needs reform from top to bottom, doesn't it? And, and any kind of um, potentially corrupt organisation need, needs a top-down kind of review uh, and, you know, sorting out. And if it does mm. change, hopefully it's for the better. Absolutely. And I think, you know, it, it probably does just, just scrap it all together. Get rid of all the dodgy characters um, and just elect proper football people that have got a better track record for doing what you know what they've been doing for a long time indeed absolutely let us know your totally thoughts um, twitter at the squeak facebook.com uh, slash the squeak um, or if you've got those numbers you can text us but we're not going to give them on air um, right let's move it back on to music now and um, October Drift um, we're going to play them now and this is um, Robots um, did they, they, did they do this one last night? Yeah, they did last night. It's actually the new single. It came out uh, on Friday, so did it. go out and buy it. Go out and buy it, yeah. Where can you buy it? Uh, it's available through all the normal outlets like iTunes and things like that. Um, they, they do, if you go onto the website, do a Google search for the website, they do a fantastic vinyl version of it as well. Um, so oh, yeah, they had vinyls last night. Yeah, if you collect vinyl, they, they do it's fantastic vinyl as well. It's a <laughs> thick gauge vinyl. They've got fantastic little covers. Well, I, I was saying that I'd bought a couple of U2 vinyls, but I ain't got a vinyl player. <laughs> a lot of people have done that, haven't they? Strength of your whip increases, the crack of your whip releases me, releases me. Yeah. 
Robots on this week, 93.2 FM. Chef, you're live. Um, brilliant last night, October Drift. Um, definitely encourage you to go and see them. Um, a bit a bit like the editors, sort of in between the editors and the killers, I thought. Last yeah, night. I, I, you, you've got some good uh, influences. I think it is like the editors rolled in, you know, a bit heavier side of like um, Smashing Pumpkins rolled in as well. They've got all those kind of influences. Uh, I think, you know... I implore everyone to go and see them on the, on the next uh, show. They'll, they'll be back in Sheffield again uh, next year, and they're a must-see band for me. Excellent. Um, so, um, just just one from me. We were, we were discussing this last night, you know, and um, my my doctor is, is, is a bit of a character, um, Dr. O'Connell. He, he's pretty blunt, says he how it is. And uh, we got to talking about that, and I'm just wondering, I mean, do you ever have any problems getting into the doctors? Because I hear lots of stories how people can never get an appointment, the receptionist demands to know what's wrong with them. You've seen the jokes going on on social media about yeah. the old guy that has problems with his... Um, Whatever, um, just in reference to that. What, what, what do you make of it, James? Because I, I find it fascinating. I can always get an appointment with Dr. O'Connell because nobody wants to go and see him, which is marvellous <laughs> yeah, for me. Yeah. But, but, you know, you, you kind of want that uh, bit of forthrightness and, and honesty, don't you, when, when you go and see the doctor? You don't, you don't want it sugar-coating. Um, but, yeah, I do think, uh, you know, getting into doctors, it's, it's a bit of a pain, isn't it? Because, you know, you, almost nowadays, for, for my doctors, you, you need to schedule being ill three weeks down the line oh, it's ridiculous. to get an appointment. Well, I mean, you can never, you, it is difficult to get through because everybody's trying to get that emergency appointment with somebody other than Dr. O'Connell. Um, if you're listening, Dr. O'Connell, I think you're brilliant, so, you know, it's all, it's all good. Um, but um, I did, I, I, for some reason, I, I, I had my um, day at work, day from home, um, work from home day changed, so I couldn't go in Monday. Trying to ring up to cancel it, couldn't get through. So... You know what I mean? It's it's just one of them things. But um, no, I mean, if, if, has anybody, has the receptionist ever asked you what's wrong with you before you you, you granted a, an appointment? Uh, I don't think they've asked me what's wrong with me. I think they've they've asked me whether I could see uh, you know one of the uh, the nurses that come in, you know, like the locum type nurses, mm. uh, rather than a doctor because they've been that busy. Uh, yeah. which, is, which is a fair enough question, I think. I don't think they've ever asked me what's wrong with me though. My uh, my brother Mark's texting um, saying, "Full enough, you might get your quick appointments." It <laughs> was going. It was going down a down a, a, a reasonably steep road and went round the corner too fast and smashed his face in. Wow. Um, yeah, impressive. Um, broke his arm and everything. Um, so he got he got an appointment fairly quickly. To be fair, I'd imagine that's an hospital visit, isn't it, rather than a doctor's? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Bless him. Yeah, uh, he's okay now. I think um, he had a part for quite a long time, but you know he's alive, so it's yeah. okay. Good. Um, so yeah, doctor's out of the way. Um, should we have a moan about the council, James? Yeah. I think yeah. it's... Well, why not? We've been on two weeks. I think it's long overdue. <laughs> um, potholes. Now, potholes are, are, are awful in Sheffield. We were saying this this morning. And I um, I used to work in Dromfield. And I know it's a slightly smaller, you know, um, town or whatever, uh, with a different council. But if there's ever a pothole in Dromfield, within two or three weeks, um, it's sorted. And, yeah. and I thought that, you know, that's how it should be. In Sheffield, you... you you know, break your car, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. for want of a better word, because the potholes are just ridiculous. They're everywhere. Yeah, we've got friends up uh, from Leamington Spa, Royal Leamington Spa, if you will. Royal, uh, if royal. you will. Yeah, sounds so posh, doesn't it? Both the, using the royal and the spa. It's mm. so very posh. Double um, whammy. But yeah, I went out in the car with them yesterday, and, you know, they've 
immediately notice just what bad condition the roads are in, and anybody coming to Sheffield can see that. Um, and we've been promised years and years and years after years and years and years of, of them coming and fixing around and having a budget to do it, um, but it's never done. We're not trying to drop the names of uh, other bands in, by the way. Uh, that was just a <laughs> yes, coincidence. Yeah, Maybe we should do that one week, see if anyone notices. Um, yeah, okay, well, yeah, get it sorted, Chef Council, because it, it, it does our heads in. Well, I was wondering, uh, I think I mentioned this earlier uh, to you, I was wondering if there's uh, you know, the possibility of making a claim against the council. I, I think there would be, you know. Yeah. I think there definitely would be, but, uh, you know, um, Joe every day is not going to be able to afford the, you know, or yeah. have the time possibly to even take it to court. But cars are expensive things, aren't they? And, and you want to keep it running. Yes. And, you know, you, you hit a pothole and your, your suspension goes or whatever, and it's hundreds of pounds for you. It's Well, I, um, mine... My my brother and his wife got married uh, in March, um, and it was still a reasonably cold time of year then. And um, I was leaving the hotel to go home, and got my mum in the car. And the the because it was so cold, and and there was so, that many potholes coming from Grindleford back to um, Sheffield, it yeah. went on the way, and it cost me a fortune. Yeah, absolutely. And they're supposed to last the lifetime of the car. Yeah, and I, I, I do wonder if you know. I don't think anyone would ever do it. Uh, but if you could make a claim, I wonder if there is grounds to make a claim against the council for for not sufficiently making sure that the road is well prepared for you to drive on it. Mm, let us know. I mean, if you've if you've had any experiences like that, or you you know anybody that maybe has is, is, um, taken any sort of legal action, we'd love to know because it'd be uh, it'd be great seeing them actually doing something about it. Okay, um, away from that now. Um, that's that's the the rants. Should we have a rants of the week section? No, maybe not. Um, Danny Pietnik uh, played him last week. Um, delighted to say that he's going to be coming in next week and doing a, a live performance, and a live acoustic performance, which I'm overjoyed about. Um, right up my street is music, and uh, I believe he's listening today, so hi, Danny. Um, he's got a couple of gigs happening um, at the end of November, one at the end of November and one at the beginning of December. Um, so he's going to be coming in to tell us about that next week. Um, but this one is um, one... Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. that he actually got played on BBC Introducers, um, which I'm really excited about. This one's called Lines in the Sand. Um, this is Danny Pietnik on 93.2 FM. He'll be here next week.
Lines in the sand by Danny Pietnik on the squeak. Um, he's already got he's already got new fans. Danny, uh, Dave Tingle from uh, Sheffield Six says Danny Pietnik sounds awesome, and I agree. Uh, delighted to say he's going to be in the studio as I said um, next week uh, performing um, performing live. Um, so uh, listen out for that next week. Um, so breaking news: Phil Collins must be stopped. <laughs> Um, I, I, that, that you know that really made me laugh last week. Um, I saw a story on uh, the NME website. Um, somebody's set up a, um, a, a what's the word I'm looking for? Petition. Thank you um, to get rid of Phil Collins. Apparently, um, I mean, it, I think he's one of them characters you either love or hate. Him, James, what do you think? He, he definitely is. Um, you know, he's. It, it kind of uh, there's a lot of old Genesis fans, aren't they, from the Peter Gabriel era, where uh, you know Peter Gabriel left, um, Phil Collins kind of took over and did all the, the frontman stuff for that, uh, and it they kind of lost their um, prog rock kind of thing and, and went a bit more commercial. So a lot of people don't like him for that, and of course then he, he starred in that rubbish film Buster, didn't he? Uh, don't know if you've ever seen that, Luke. Um, no, I haven't. But I, um, was it good? It oh, was, no, it, I guess when you said it was rubbish, no. It was not. a 1980s British kind of um, attempt at making a, a Hollywood-style movie that went oh, a little bit wrong. Bound to be awful, then. Yeah. Um, and it starred Phil Collins, so... <laughs> well, the, the one thing I remember about Phil uh, Phil Collins was um, when... Uh, was it Brass Eye or was it um, The Day Today? It was Brass Eye. Brass yeah. Eye. Um, they, they basically, um, they managed to get all these uh, celebrities to... to 
get behind the, the stopping of this drug called cake. Yep. Um, and they convinced them all that it was, uh, you know, the most dangerous thing on the, on the you know, drugs market. Yeah. If you want. And uh, they got uh, Noel Edmonds and basically all the people everyone hates um, to do these, you know, serious uh, like adverts. Yeah. yeah. And then they just absolutely ripped the... Um, Proverbial out of them on, on Brass Eye, and it was absolutely fantastic. Brass Eye was a great show. I think uh, it was Chris Morris, wasn't it, mm. who did that, mm. who did the day to day, who did um, the film Four Lions, which was set in Sheffield. Um, he's, he's a fantastic satirist. And uh, if, you, if you ever find it, go back online and look for his old Radio 1 music shows from uh, about 1991, 92. They're, they're brilliant to listen to, the height of comedy. Don't quite remember those myself, James. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, about 2,000 people have signed this petition to stop Phil Collins returning to music. Um, I mean, let us know what you think. Are you fans of Phil Collins? Um, are you not? Let us know what you think. I, we th- have- I think I have a clincher of it, though, because without Phil Collins, we wouldn't have ever had that gorilla doing the Cadbury's, oh, Cadbury's advert. advert. Yeah. Do you know, one of, my, one of the guys I went to college with, um, called him Turk, he, uh, he used to do the... Uh, the drumming constantly <laughs> and my IT teacher used to absolutely go balmy at him and as it happened the layout in Hillsborough College there was the IT room and then next door was the music room Right. and Paul said uh, he says oh he, came, he stormed in in a, in a huff and I was up Paul he went oh that idiot's next door on the drums doing it <laughs> and it absolutely used to drive him mad and I thought it was hilarious but yeah no you're right we wouldn't have had that without Phil Collins um, Texas flooding in um, one's about the council from Joe in Sheffield councillors spending far too much money resurfacing, resurfacing even all the sidewalks uh, we couldn't get parked on the road for two weeks whilst they did it it takes the Michael yeah replace one point. of the words there um, yeah, I mean, yeah, cancels, sort it. Um, so, um, what do you think then, Phil Collins? Should we should we stop him or should we not stop him? Let us know on the Twitter, Twitter at the Squeak, Facebook dot com slash the Squeak. Um, John Joe Keen, we met him last night. Um, really good guy, um, and we've got a, a, a track of his to play called Forever Glow. Just um, just talk to us a bit about John John Joe Keen. John Joe Keen, he's he's an electronic artist. Um, he's a solo electronic artist, but uh, when he's doing his live stuff he's started to do uh, a lot of um, band stuff so he's got a drummer now I think he's been looking for a synth player as well he's got a backing vocalist Um, he's one of those where I saw him originally you know about a year ago and I wasn't that impressed Uh, he's uh, I think think for me the vocal didn't quite work and it, it didn't work in the venue that we were at and um, you know me being me you know me I, I'm probably going to get a reputation on here for being the moaner the moaning person that I am but I think I think you already have James <laughs> yeah um, I think um, we should uh, change the name from the squeak to the moan <laughs> but, but yeah he, he, um, I, I went up to him afterwards and, and tried to give him some constructive feedback and you know what he took it all on board. He's such a nice guy. If you if you add him on Facebook, he is such a fantastic guy. He gets involved in the whole scene. He he networks with everybody else in the whole scene. He's got himself a new sound engineer, Paul Tufts, who uh, anyone mm. in Sheffield in the music yeah. industry will know. He's uh, one of the best sound engineers out there. He's helped him out a lot, uh, and he's, he's come on leaps and bounds. And that's the thing, you know. We we talk about the support um, between the bands in Sheffield. I think I think people welcome feedback generally yeah, and yeah. I think as know, long as you're constructive with it yeah. if, if you just go yeah, if you just go and say you know you're, you're rubbish then, yeah then yeah. obviously nobody wants that do they but yeah no brilliant so this one is uh, Forever Glow by John Joe Keane um, tweet us in uh, tell us what you think um, this is The Squeak on 93.2 FM John Joe Keane
Forever Glow. Uh, he's a nice lad, John Joe, as I said. Um, he was out last night. He joined us at the Washington as well. He, he went to the October Drift gig as well. Um, and as I say, a very nice guy. It's worth uh, mentioning the video for that as well because um, if you're in the music industry in Sheffield, you'll notice a lot of faces from the music industry in that. It was filmed at the rocking chair uh, and you get lots of people from different bands dancing in the background and things like that. Yeah. Uh, fair to say, John Joe's, you know, a little bit out there. He's a bit different, isn't he? So yeah. um, slightly different from the other the other stuff that we've played today. But, you know, uh, nice guy. And he's, uh, he's, he's, like I say, he's different. Yeah, he's different. And if you think back, like, the electronic head, uh, heritage that Sheffield has. Yeah. You know, you look back yeah. to Cabaret Voltaire, Human League, ABC. Um, uh, Heaven 17. Heaven 17. Yeah. All brilliant bands in their own right. And when, when they first came out with their stuff, everybody questioned what they were doing. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, good. It's, um, it's worth giving John Joe a, a try. He's doing a lot of lots of gigs. Uh, he's playing Carl Maloney presents at the Frog and Parrot on the tenth tenth of December. So it's worth uh, just going down. That's a free entry one. So there's no excuse to not go to that. Absolutely. Um, okay. Um, so um, the other one uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, just in, in the talking points we got. Um, we were looking at the audience last night. Um, now, I, obviously, I went to see you two last week or the week before, whenever it was. Um, phones everywhere. Yep. What are you? What's your stance, if you like, on filming at gigs? Because a lot of people, a lot of a lot of artists actually have come out and said um, we don't want you to film because it ruins it for other people. Some have said they don't want to do it just playing because you, you're stealing the copyright, all the rest of it. What do you think? Do you know what? I, I, I will take the opposite view of that, and it will be unpopular for me to do so. But I think the world has changed so much. We're a technological, uh, technological world now. We've got the likes of Twitter, we've got Facebook, we've got YouTube, uh, and that's how people consume 
everything that they see and hear nowadays. So, you know, as long as they're not filming the whole gig and, you know, putting out a DVD of it or something, if, if they're filming half a, half a minute of a song, you know, putting the phone up, and let them, and let them share it with their friends, and let them spread the word about the band, uh, let them take pictures and, and post it around. It's There's nothing wrong with it for me, because that's the way the world is now, and people won't agree with it, but... I don't mind. In, in all fairness, James, I'm 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 not. I don't share that viewpoint. I think I think it's all right for you because you're quite a bit taller than me. <laughs> yeah. it, it, you know, I've got I've got the back of somebody's head to look at anyway. I mean, I'm not I'm not a dwarf by any means. I'm I'm five ten, but you know, you're you're bigger than me. There's a lot of, there's a lot of tall people that go to gigs, and I somehow end up stand, standing behind them all. Um, and then when they get the phone out as well, it just adds insult to injury. Yeah. And it it I think if you're if you're busy filming um, you two, let's say. Um, are you really taking in the 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 magic of the live performance that 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 you're watching? Because I don't think you are. You're, yeah, you're looking at your phone. They're there in front of you. I mean, we we must have been stood sort of ten yards from the stage, and it was fantastic. And then everybody gets the phones out. I'm like, mm, no, I'm not. Can't not a fan. Yeah. Well, we've seen the pictures of you know, like um, it happens in China a lot. I think where they hold up iPads throughout the performance and that, that's going a bit too far I think everybody needs to be sensible in what they do and you know as I say 30 seconds of a song doesn't take that much away from it um, it, it helps spread the word of the band because they're sharing it with the friends um, you know if they're doing a whole song fair enough but let's be reasonable about, reasonable mm. about it just let them share it and it's how people consume their media nowadays well I mean to be fair Mark's texting uh, from Sheffield Obviously, um, I agree with James. It's capturing a memory. If I want to remember my favourite song, I'll share it with someone else. You know, fair enough. Yeah, I get that. But I mean, some people go. I think. I think you've just taken a couple of photos and the odd video. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, 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 I did that, but yeah. I didn't do it for the whole three hours of the show. <laughs> some people do that, don't they? Oh yeah, and, and that's that's what annoys me. If they're doing the whole show, as I said, and you know, releasing whole songs across like YouTube and things like that, then then yeah, that's going too oh. far. Well, one one guy who was a, a, a bit of an idiot anyway, he'd brought a full um, SLR camera wow. with, with the massive uh, lens on it. I'm surprised they let him in with that. They well, I don't know how he managed to get it in because they kept telling him off. But obviously, when you're in the standing bit in, a, in, a, in yeah. an arena, that nobody can get to you, so he just kept moving about. But he kept hitting me on the back of the head with it because he was stood behind me and he, he was he was moving around like doing like a because the stage was quite fluid and quite long and funny shaped. He kept moving around and banging me around the head with his camera, and I, I wanted to just. Ask him to stop in a stern way. Do you know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. do you know that, that's an expensive piece of kit to be throwing around and hitting people on the back of the head with. You well, yeah. can imagine the, the glass and that, the lens, quite expensive. If it well, had broken that, then yeah, fair enough. It, it nearly was broken, I'll tell you. Uh, it did my head in. Um, let us know what you think on Twitter, Facebook. Um, what, what do you think at gigs? I mean, I know one of my friends is, is, is quite small so she she struggles anyway um and then when people get the phones i like to say it's the same thing for me i i'm, I'm not i think if you're taking like I say if you're taking the odd odd picture then it's fine but not throughout the whole show let us know what you think though um now like i said we top of the show i met um alex and mark last night from resonate they're really good guys and we're going to play um one of their tracks um this one's called home but just tell us a bit more about uh, resonate for the listeners who, who might not have heard them last week yeah, Resonate, we mentioned them last week. They're a two-piece uh, electronic act. Um, they 
the this song is a bit more on the dancey side, but uh, when they get together, they kind of mash up um, dance music and indie music. So you've got Mark who plays drums and does all the track, uh, all the synthesizer stuff and the samples. And then you have Alex who plays guitar and sings. Um, he sings in kind of a Sheffield accent, so it's, it's very locally kind of based. And these guys uh, are really good live as well as a two-piece. It's well worth going to see them. And this is an exclusive first play as well. Nobody else has, has heard this one, and this one will be out next early next year. Um, we're hoping to get a gig with them uh, early next year, uh, around February, March time. So look out for it. So they've heard it here first? Yeah, this is an exclusive. Fantastic. This is Resonate with Home on the Squeak 93.2 FM. Give us a shout on Twitter, at the Squeak.
resonate then with home on the squeak. We've had a tweet in from the breakdown uh, with some gig etiquette, which, <laughs> which are, you know, not far wrong, actually, I don't think. Um, ban backpacks, maximum of five pictures, one video, stand in high order, and don't be a idiot. Yeah, I think we will. Yeah, I, th- we I will. think we'll substitute that word for idiot. But yeah, I, th- I think it's spot on. You know, it's, uh, backpacks at gigs, what's that about? I, I can't stand that. You're, you're just constantly bumping into people as, as they're walking around. Mm. Bizarre. Thanks for that, mate. Anyway, um, so yeah, um, interesting one, James, about that. You were saying that um, it was produced by the same guy that did the first Arctic Monkeys album. Yeah, uh, Resonates Home. That was done at Two Fly Studios uh, and produced by Alan Smythe of Arctic Monkeys' first album uh, fame. Great, great stuff. Um, great, great to, to have played that first on on the squeak as well. Um, now, just an interesting one you were you you, you wanted to mention, James, about yeah. about um, social media. Yeah, absolutely. He's looking at Facebook. There's been a study uh, this week that says that uh, face, Facebook or quitting Facebook makes you happier and less stressed. Um, apparently, you're 36% more likely to be depressed uh, if you use Facebook, which is interesting. Um, how do you feel about that, Luke? Are you um, looking through your timeline and, and getting upset about it? <laughs> well, when I look at some of the old pictures, then yeah, definitely. No, not really. Um, I think... It's like with anything in life. I think if you um, if you use it to, you know, to to be depressing, yeah, like yeah. some people do. Some people post a life on there. It's like, well, well that's, that's it, and, and their entire life is is Shall a bit of fun, just out there. But I've I've used Facebook and Twitter a lot less nowadays. Uh, it, it's my job to some extent. It used to be my job at Sheffield Wednesday when I worked there, and you know, you kind of get a bit of fatigue over it because. Either it's advertising messages, which is really hard for somebody to push something out nowadays if you're a company or a business. But also, you know, you can get jealous of somebody that is, uh, you know, supposedly having a better life than you just by mm. reading their updates. Or then you get the depressive people that bring you down anyway. Yeah, exactly. I mean, to be fair, I just I just have a bit of fun with you. You know, you connect with people, have a bit of a laugh, yeah. a bit of banter. You, you know, put some pictures on that nobody probably looks at anyway. You know, just stuff like that. I know one man that has been angry on Facebook today, and that man is Carl Maloney. All he's done is rant at people on Facebook today, but it does. It definitely doesn't make me depressed. I just think it. Um, I just think people put their, you know, you know, sad stuff on there anyway. They're probably yeah, just, yeah. you know, miserable anyway. But they yeah. just let everybody else know they're miserable. I, I, I've seen Carl Maloney today, and he, he's been talking about the French flag thing, hasn't he? Where you can uh, put a French flag overlay over your profile picture. Yeah, and you know, it's it is showing you know solidarity with with everyone. I think Carl's point is that. Uh, it's not, it's it's not making a, a fundamental difference. It's, he's like, why don't we actually put ourselves into action and do something rather than, you know, just f- this token gesture of putting a French flag on, on our profile pictures. And then you see Carl ranted about that and other people as well. It's not just Carl. There's been a lot of comments about it. But does that make you depressed when you re- when you read it? I, I, this study would seem to suggest it. I think with, with any study, if you ask the right people the right questions, you can get the results that you want. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it's very interesting. I did, did it o- over a week period, so they had a week of uh, of uh, people using Facebook as normal, and then they banned the rest of the the subgroup from Facebook for the week. And mm. then I, th- I think it was just a simple question of are you happy or something like that and and more people said that they were happy after leaving facebook it's oh, an well, interesting thing good for them each their own is, is what i say um we'll just bring it back with a joke did i tell you about the uh, giraffes that were racing each other no 
Well, what, what about the giraffes that were racing each other? Well, let me tell you, the race was neck and neck. Uh, well, um, more or less time for us to go. DJ Ski's up next uh, at three o'clock. Um, just, to, just really, just to say goodbye now. Um, a great shout out to all the bands: um, Resonate, uh, John Joe. Um, October Drift, Danny Pietnik, and Catfish. Um, Slow Readers Club. Slow Readers Club as well. <laughs> Nearly forgot them. Fantastic. Um, and just to remind you that the podcast will be available if you are late to the show or you've missed it altogether. Um, we'll be on in about half an hour on the website if you want yeah, to listen hopefully. back to us to your heart's content. Danny Pietnik will be here live in the studio doing an acoustic um, performance. So tune in from 2 o'clock on The Squeak. We're on the Twitter at The Squeak. Uh, please give us a follow on there and get in touch. We'll, we'll be back next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.